The message you're about to hear has been made possible by the continued financial support of the friends and partners of Faith Hill. To find out more about how to become a partner, be sure to visit faithhill.tv. everyone, I'm Heather Z, and it's an honor to be with you guys today. You know, it was just wonderful when Chipo reached out and said, hey, we're doing Designer Life. And I said, well, count me in. I'm, we're just excited to be here. You know, Joseph and I, we just greatly love and appreciate Pastor Tafara and Chipo. You know, there's moments where we get on the phone and we get to laughing so hard that it's just, it's wonderful to have friendship and relationship with ministers of the gospel. So I'm looking forward to today. I can't wait to dive in. Everybody had a great time. It was wonderful being there last year. Man, it was over the top as it should be for the daughters of God. I mean, balloons, tuxedos, dresses, exactly the way we should be celebrating. Amen. As sons and daughters of the King. So it's going to be an exciting time. I'm looking forward to what the Lord has shared with me and to be able to share it with you as well. So let's get right into it and uh, just get in the word and hear what the Lord has to say. You know, I'm just going to pray on the front side. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, as these women of God are coming together. Lord, I thank you that the Spirit of God is ministering to them right now. I thank you that the Holy Spirit is there in the room because they brought the Holy Spirit with them. I thank you, Jesus, for the revelation power of your knowledge and your wisdom, Jesus. I thank you for revelation power that's coming through the Word of God. I thank you for just the anointing that is that has already filled the room and in there and in the house. I thank you, Lord, that healing is taking place. Deliverance is taking place. Freedom is taking place. Healing in all areas in your mind, your emotions, and in your body right now in Jesus' name. So I thank you, Father, for all that you're doing and have already done throughout the conference. And you will continue to do as these women of God, these fiery women of God for Jesus, begin to take this word and spread it around the world and in their circle of influence in Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah. Well, let's get right to it. Thank you, Jesus. Well, this is a rise shine. Are you ready to arise and shine? I know you are. I know this group right here is rowdy. I've been there with you guys and you guys are wild and I just love it. So arise shine for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Be prepared. Get ready. The glory of God is about to be upon you and be seen. Thank you, Jesus. So let's go ahead and jump into our scripture. Isaiah 60. Thank you, Lord. It says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and the deep darkness of people. Let's think about that word people for a moment. Just keep that in mind. But the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles, it says the Gentiles. Who are the Gentiles? The Gentiles are who you are anointed for. Whoever the Gentiles are, that's who you're anointed for. Thank you, Jesus. The Gentiles shall come to your light and the kings to be brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see they, they all gather together. Somebody say they. They will all gather. Hallelujah. 
They come to you. Who are they coming to? The they is the people, again, who you are anointed for and who you are called to, and they are called to you. Thank you, Jesus. Your sons shall come from afar and your daughters shall be nursed at your side. You know, I just want to address that for a second. You know, these people that you're anointed for and to, and they're anointed for you as well, this, these sons and daughters, whether they be saved, unsaved, hearing the gospel for many years or never hearing the gospel. You know, I just want to say that sons and daughters, you are not sons and daughters of God when you first start out. You're not. You're not a son and a daughter of God. You're a son of Adam. But it says, but those who are who have the right to become sons and daughters of God. There is a, a but in there. You have a right to become sons and daughters of God. You might not have been a son or daughter of God when you first started out, but bless God, you have an opportunity to become a son and a daughter of God. And we're going to get into what all that entails and what belongs to you in that. Thank you, Jesus. Let's carry on. It says, then you shall see and become radiant. Somebody say, I am radiant. Hallelujah, you are radiant. And your heart shall swell with joy because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. And listen to this, the wealth of the Gentiles shall come upon you. Now for our purposes today, I wanna look at another scripture. We're talking about arise, shine for your light has come. But let's look at this. If you have your Bibles or your iPhone or your iPad or whatever, you have the word of God on. Turn with me to Matthew 6, 32 and 33. When you look in this scripture, if you back up just a little bit, it says, take no thought. What should we eat? I'm just prefacing. What should we eat, drink, or wear? Now, for some ladies, that takes a lot of faith. And you're getting faith over what you're wearing. <laughs> you get in faith and you get what you need to wear. But bless God, you need to not take any thought or be concerned or worry about what you should eat, drink or wear. But as you go on the scripture, it says for after all these things, somebody say all these things, all these things, the Gentiles seek. Who are the Gentiles? The people that you are anointed for. These are the ones that you are anointed to and for. These are the things that the Gentiles seek and they're things. So let's back up. The Gentiles shall come to your light. Why are they coming to your light? You know, sometimes people talk about monetarily, monetary things. And you know what? As you've got the glory of God in you, as you've got things working in your life, and as you're now walking it out as becoming every day a mature believer, maybe you're in the beginning of your walk. Maybe you're in a place of really walking in maturity now and going, man, I am so glad I don't do that anymore. You know, I just made a comment to Joseph the other day, my husband, and he was saying, I was saying to him, I said, you know, I remember when we used to do this in our 20s, and I just can't even do that anymore. The, the level of, and it was more so I was observing something that was happening, not necessarily what we were doing, but I was observing something that was going on. And I just said, I don't even think I could stand living like that anymore because it, it was just such a place of, you just don't know better. So whether you're in a, and working in all the light, as we're talking about right now, you're working in all the light that you have, or you're in a mature place, 
where you can enjoy life. You know, you can become more comfortable in your skin and bless God, getting older is always better. I mean, I can tell you for myself now having children that are young adults, you know, we have a 17 year old and a 19 year old. And as you know, you get older, you're smarter, you're faster, you're quicker, you're wiser. I get things done so much more quicker and faster that I've just, I, it's just a blessing. So as we move forward, it is awesome. Always keep that in mind. Never be afraid of growing old or becoming older. It's wonderful. Okay, so let's get back to our scripture. For your heavenly father knows the things that you need. So that was back in Matthew 32 and 33. So you don't need to worry about what you're going to wear, drink, eat, or any of those things. For these are the things that the Gentiles seek. These are the the, the smaller things in the kingdom of God. When we look at the whole kingdom of God and what you have in Jesus, this is, this is awesome. You, you get just move and graduate beyond, beyond that. So who are these people that they, the Gentiles, these are the people that you are anointed for and who you are called to. And how do you do that? Well, you got to stay in your lane. You know, I was liken it to a runner who's running a race. So if you run track, you can run and start in the very beginning of the race. And if you, if you step out of bounds, they disqualify you. If you, you know, it doesn't matter if you're at the beginning of the start or if you're just before crossing the finish line and in some races where, you know, you can be out of bounds. But I want to encourage you, if you feel like you've had a moment of failure, failure is not final. No, you have. With Jesus, there is so much grace and he loves you. And to get back up again, to pick yourself back up again. And I always say quick down, quick up. If you, if you have a moment where you're down, you just jump right back up and say, nope, I know what I'm called to. I know what my purpose is. And if you don't, ask for wisdom. Ask for these things and he will give you wisdom concerning those things. So as we're talking about this, it's wonderful these Gentiles, the people you're anointed for, they come to your light because you have the light of Jesus on the inside. And when you do that and you're running in your lane now, now you're getting in a place of your lane and not just doing well, but doing exceptionally well. When you stay in that lane, and you know, sometimes some of us women, we have the uh, tendency to do the comparison thing, you know, where, well, look, you know, look what's going on over here and look what's going on over there. And you want to, don't do that. Do not compare yourself. He has made you perfect, exactly in a design, just like de being designed for life as his purpose for you. It's wonderful. So if you don't know what your purpose is, begin to inquire the Lord, begin to ask the Lord. You know, if you don't have a dream, begin to ask the Lord, what would my dream be? And then do some things and you got to do some disciplinaries. You got to do some discipline actions so that as you meet the Lord in your action, he meets you with his glory and his grace. And you just begin to arise and shine more and more into that brightness that people then you, whether whatever industry you're in, whether you're in business, you know, whether you're, you're in education, whether you're uh, working with your children, you're raising children. You know, I've always said that is the absolute most difficult job ever. Being a mom, that's a tough job. You want to talk about being brave? It takes bravery to be a mom. It takes bravery 
to walk life out as a wife, a mother. It takes bravery as a single person to say, I trust God. I trust God as a single person. I trust him in all my steps. I trust him in all these things. I trust him in, in my life decisions for what I'm going to do for a career or for my life call, whatever that may be. It takes bravery to follow Jesus. It takes bravery for sure to raise children. So I just want to encourage you in that. Okay, so there are four evidences that I want to talk about. There are four evidences of things that absolutely, when it comes to arising and shining, when you have evidence in your life, they begin to come through. And sometimes they start small, and then they grow brighter and brighter and brighter. So let's talk about that for a moment. I'm just going to step over here to a whiteboard, because I don't know about some of you guys, but I'm a, I'm a little bit of a visual learner. And uh, some people are audio, some people are visual, some have to be hands-on, some are writers. you got to write your information out. And so I just want to take a look at evidence of shining. Here's some evidence of a rise and shining. The first one I want to talk about is your worth. Let's talk about your worth right now. You know, a lot of times women absolutely hands down struggle with worth. And with that, that is something that the devil absolutely wants to assault in your life is your worth. If he can get a hold of your worth, he can get you under his thumb. And I don't care if how, how small, you know, I, I liken it to, you know, Mary said yes to birthing Jesus. You know, sometimes it's just being present to birth something. Hallelujah. I can't even imagine, you know, women are strong. They have to be strong. The Lord built women differently than men. It's even pr physically proven that they can handle pain at a much higher level, that when they go through birth, there is endorphins and there are things that go off in your body for childbirth to make you strong. As some of you strong women of God, you know, I was talking to my husband about the other, I said, I can't imagine if a man tried to have a baby. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I, I, that would just be a sight. It'd be like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this, but I've seen some of these simulators where they put men and they hook them up to all these cords and these things and they try and put them through what would simulate and kind of be like birthing a child and they couldn't even handle it. At, they didn't even get to 10. They barely could handle it at a two. And this man is hollering and yelling and he's like, ah, <laughs> and just going bananas. So let's just start right there on a natural physical level. You are already strong. It doesn't matter what somebody tells you. It doesn't matter what, even what you think. You need to get those feelings and emotions. You need to put that under your feet in Jesus' name and say, I am the righteousness of God. I am strong. I am a strong woman of God that he has made me in his image and his likeness. I have the strength of him. And whatever I have in front of me and that I'm facing, I can handle it. I can handle it because I got Jesus. Jesus. I can handle it because I got the Holy Ghost. I can handle it because I got the supernatural on my natural. Because as I have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior in my life, I got the Holy Spirit working through me, giving me wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and the strength that I need to carry this through. Bless God, you have got the strength of Jesus working in you. So your worth is so important. You know, if I were to take a gold bar, and if I were to run a gold bar through the dirt, if I would step on it, if I would get it all muddy, if I would just throw garbage on it or whatever, you know what would happen? It would still have its worth. 
It wouldn't matter. It doesn't matter if you feel like you've been drugged through the dirt. It doesn't matter if you feel like garbage has been thrown on you. It doesn't matter if somebody went and yelled at the gold bar and cursed it away. It doesn't matter what people say about you. It only matters about you lining up with what Jesus says about you. It only matters about your worth that he has made you in the likeness of his image. It only matters that he's placed gift and calling in your life. It only matters that he has made you for such a time as this. Bless God. It only matters how you see yourself. It is important and it is imperative. It's apparent. It's paramount to how you see yourself as God sees you. You are worthy. You are worthy. You have worthiness. Hallelujah. You have value. You're like the gold bar. It doesn't matter what you've been drugged through. You still have value and it is precious in his sight. Bless God. And it is your responsibility as a mature believer to find out about that. And now, Going into the next part is very much has to do with your worth. How you know your worth, whether you, you see yourself as Jesus sees you or not, that is how you present yourself. That's how your presence is going to be in front of people. And how you do that, it, it's going to be obvious whether it's whether you're treating people well or not treating people well. It's highly important. You know, your worth really does depend determine how you view yourself in your behavior and how you conduct yourself, how your presence is when you come in, how you, how you behave in front of other people. You know, I have a, a story where, um, unfortunately there's two ladies that I was a little in my not as mature days in ministry. <laughs> and now that I'm older, of course, I would handle this much different. But we were in a very conservative community. Now, being older, I look back and say, they were definitely in some weakness. They definitely did not have self-worth going on. Otherwise, they wouldn't have behaved the way that they did. And, uh, and of course, I was, you know, all about righteousness and making sure you do the right thing because it's right. And, uh, and so we're all growing. But anyway, the long story short, they came in and, and it didn't take me long to get spot eyes that they were not behaving as they should have. They were not dressed appropriately. Let's just say that we were in a very conservative service. I'm talking conservative men and women. As conservative, I mean, like up to here and down to your ankles. Conservative, here covered. And bless their heart, one of them came in with what we call booty shorts, where your backside's hanging out, your shorts, and all for the world to see. No, thank you. That's not how someone that knows their worth conducts themselves. You don't do that. You, you don't show yourself to in a church setting, nonetheless. So I did what I thought every normal person, woman of God, would do with not compromising and said, you take you and you and you get right on out of here right now. You go get in your car and you leave. I don't know what you're thinking, but that is not appropriate behavior. <laughs> so anyway, so that, but later I thought, uh, you know, it makes sense. The older you get, the better it is. So presence is important. Presence is definitely a spinoff of your worth. It will show through your presence. And then the next thing would be speaking. Excuse me. Speaking is highly important in your speech. You know, how you speak, this is really important. You know, for a rise and shining, 
you're gonna be able to tell the evidence through how you speak. You know, there's many times where I get in the situations and I start listening and I start listening to how they're talking about their man or their spouse or how they're talking about their friends or their sister. Okay, don't none of y'all speak bad about your sisters. You need to watch your mouth. Don't be speaking bad about your sisters. You know, that is one of the things as strong women of God, we have a responsibility to come together, link arms together, support one another. It's hard enough as it is. Women are hard enough. We're hard enough on ourselves as it is. You know, Chipo mentioned last time about a job interview, how the differences between how a man approaches a job interview and how a woman approaches a job interview. The man could think they're about maybe 20% on of getting the job. And he's like, that's right. Check me out. I am going to rock this interview. And then you have women who are probably overqualified for the job, like a 90 to 100 percentile of them getting the job. And they're like, I don't know if I should interview. I just I don't think I should. I shouldn't I shouldn't do that. And it's that there's such a interesting difference in that of the view. So women of God, don't be tearing on your sister. Don't be talking her down. We, we work through these things. Bless God, we got Jesus. We build ourselves up in our most holy faith. But let's help one another. You know, I think of different times of different women who have, have been the firsts, if you will. Amelia Earhart was the first woman to get in this airplane and, like, travel around the world. I mean, and people were shouting and rejoicing. I feel like every time a woman has a win, Bless God, you be right there cheering them on on the sidelines like, yes, that is my sister in Christ. Look at her go, because guess what? The next time, it might be you. There's Simone. I don't know if you get, she's an American gymnast. And she was the first to break records galore. And the people just arose and cheered and yelled and just cheered her on. It's awesome. There's such power when we come together as sisters building each other up. We're hard enough on ourselves that is. We don't need somebody else doing it for us. So let's come together on that and encourage one another. Watch your speech. Watch how you're speaking. Watch how you talk to your man. You know, I had someone say the other day, well, I don't know why he needs to be the head of the household. You know, I can do this too. And it's like, Yes, but there's a design that is amazing and awesome. When you dig into the word of God of how amazing when two people come together and yes, he may be the head of the house. And let's look at it this way. Being the head of the house, it's kind of like dancing. It's kind of like ballroom. Yes, the man leads, but is the woman's right to choose to follow. You have a choice to follow. But then once you come together as partners, I'm talking to somebody right now. Once you make a decision to choose to be a partner with your spouse, it creates such a beautiful dance that that is a rising and shining for the whole world to see the glory of the Lord being in your house, the glory of the Lord being in you. Because when you do a dance, there's something about when two people come together in agreement where you, you can show the strength of the man. You can showcase the strength of a man. And he is in a position to showcase your beauty and your strength. 
He's in a place to showcase you in all the beautiful ways that you are always meant to be. Now, if you're not in a place like that right now, that's okay. That's okay. You know, there was a time, my husband and I, we went through a very difficult time and I thought, dear Lord, are we going to make it? Because it was hard. It wasn't like we had one battle. We had several battles from all sides. And it wasn't something necessarily that either of us did really wrong. It was the unbelievable amount of pressure that just pressure, it condensed and condensed and condensed and condensed. And it was absolutely an assault from the enemy to go, come on, quit. Come on, forfeit your anointing, forfeit your calling, forfeit what God's called for you. I'm going to add so much pressure that you just forfeit everything. Just go ahead and step out of that lane. I mean, he was hoping for us to step out of that lane and bless God, we beat it. You know how you do that? Through humility and submission to the Lord. You just come to the Lord and say, help. If you stay in a place of humility before the Lord saying help, you, you just watch it. Watch what will happen there. He will be a restorer of all things, of things you never even knew could even possibly be restored. So let's get back to speech. So with that, watch your mouth. Watch how you're talking about your friends. Watch how you're talking about your sisters. Watch how you're talking about your spouse. And watch how you're speaking about your soon-to-be spouse. If you're single, watch your mouth. Call out what you want. Don't say, oh, I don't know that I'm ever going to get. I don't know that that's ever going to happen. Watch your mouth. Watch your speech. And by your speech, you'll see the progress. You'll know where you're at in your progression of arising and shining. Now, the last one is legacy. I'm really excited for this one. Legacy is probably my favorite. I think about it all the time. So with legacy, how that begins to show with a rise shining, bless God, it comes with time. Legacy is for, for the young to think about, to plan for, write it down, be inspired, be inspired towards what your legacy looks like. You know, that's, that's how you keep it in mind. And then with legacy, as you move on and you grow older, you begin to walk into legacy. You know, and I want to speak to, to all of the ladies. You know, how do you do legacy? Get a mentor. Maybe have someone who inspires you, who can speak to you, and someone that you can, you know, there's that tra transition of being a mentor and a mentee, where you are a mentor to uh, someone can speak into your life, and then also where you begin to transition, and you don't, you know, you don't always need to make about you, but then you get to the other side of giving out in the la later years of legacy, where you begin to mentor and speak into others' lives. And that is that circle of influence. That is that the Gentiles that you're called to. That is that anointing that you are called to. The people that you're called to, and they are called to you as well. So be praying and speaking over that. Thank you, Jesus, that I... I I affect the people that you've called me to reach and that you draw, you know, it says they will be drawn to our light. They will be drawn to your light. The more bright that you are as you get in Jesus and in love, bless God, and you let things go and you get closer and closer and excited about him, that light just gets brighter and brighter. As you draw the Gentiles to your light, who you're called to, it's amazing. And now maybe someone's thinking, I don't really have a mentor 
You know, I don't have a physical person that I could say, you know, they've really impacted my life or I don't have someone on a long-term basis to impact my life. I saw, you know, a, uh, a special on uh, women recently, actually, a friend of mine that was a part of it, and she did a fabulous job. And as one of the questions, they just said, who has been someone who's influenced you and been a mentor? And all of them were able to name people that had been in their life on a long-term basis. And so now I want to speak to the ones who maybe don't have that, because I actually, I can identify with that. You might not have someone in your life that you've had long-term for years. A lot of them mention their mothers, um, relatives, and things like that. But let me, let me just encourage you with this. If you don't have that person in your life, it's okay. Because here's what I found. In my own personal life, as every challenge arose, every single challenge that arose, there was always someone that I would keep my ear out for to speak to my situation as a mentor, whether it was taking it through the Word of God, through the Holy Spirit, whether it was a, a faith-filled message, or somebody physically in my life in the moment, because we travel a lot in different times of ministry. And you know, as a minister, it's, it's a wonderful exchange. As you go out and minister to others, a lot of times, just as much as you're pouring out to others, there's just as much opportunity when you're looking for it, and it's always there where they pour back into you, or it's just one word that they speak to you, and the Holy Spirit says, do you hear that? It's just one word. Maybe it's one sentence. Are you listening? Because that's your mentor. That's the one who's speaking to you. That's, and you rejoice in that, because that, that is flawless. There's, there's no wrong. There's no flaw in the Holy Spirit. There's no flaw coming through Jesus speaking to you through a person. Bless God. And when you hear that and it strikes you on the inside like a chord, you know he's speaking to you. That's your mentor for now until you position yourself to begin to either find a mentor or to become a mentor yourself. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So this legacy is very important. It's really important how you think about it. It's important how you see it, how you view it, how you position yourself for those ladies who were there last year. I hope you're still positioning yourself, getting yourself positioned for a breakthrough. If you're not in your breakthrough and walking in your victory and celebrating, you definitely are probably positioning yourself for a breakthrough. But legacy is how you position yourself for legacy and long term. Bless God. And you know, with older women, you're in a place, once you have matured, you know, we're always maturing. You never come into the fullness. We come into the fullness when we come, we go from glory to glory, and we come in the fullness when we see Him into full maturity. Amen? So legacy for the ladies that are older, you have a responsibility. Bless God, I'm, I'm going to minister. Thank you, Jesus. Right now, in Jesus' name, I'm speaking to the older ladies right now. You have a responsibility. You have a responsibility to Jesus. You have a responsibility as a believer in Jesus. You have a responsibility as a woman of God to be in a place to be mature in him. Hallelujah, you have the grace to do it. You have the word of God to do it. In this time and age, there is no reason why you aren't always forever maturing and coming into a strong place of what you're called to be. And in that, these women, you are leaders, you are role models, 
Hallelujah. Whether you're speaking to someone face to face, one on one or not, there's women always observing. We're, we're that way. We observe, we watch, we glean, we take from, we take away from by watching. It's your responsibility to be a light, to be that glory and to be that light that you are rise and shining for your light has come through the wisdom of God, through the knowledge of him and the power of his resurrection working in your life right now. Bless God, it is in you. It is working through you. It's on you. It's, it's all around you. And it's your responsibility to begin to mentor and to speak into other women's lives. Bless God, we don't need to be tearing other women down, but we need to be pulling them up into the glory that they're called to, encouraging and lifting them up into the glory that they're called to, that they begin to arise, shine as they begin to move up in the glory that you're called to bless God. And so that you make women of God, fiery, full of faith, women of God, you know, there's pageants and pageantry and you always see, I don't, you know how they have the world pageantry where when you see this, there's always the crown pageant or the crown queen of from the year prior, the year prior to the decade before of the handing off of the crown, bless God, a mature believer, a mature woman of God, a mature woman who is arising and shining and the glory is coming through. Bless God. They don't come in and point and criticize, but they have the strength of a woman is, is when they can come in and they can straighten another woman's crown and tell them you're going to be all right. You can do this. Everything's going to be okay. Jesus is with you. Bless God. I come into an agreement with you right now. By the blood of Jesus, whatever you have going on right now, whatever struggles you have going on right now, in Jesus' mighty name, we speak to those things. Bless God. If you're next to someone, you just come into an agreement. If you're in place to, to link hands and link arms as women of God, hallelujah, you have strength. You have wisdom. I hear the Lord saying, I have given you strength. I have given you wisdom. I have given you power. I've given you the glory. Hallelujah, the glory forever and ever and ever. Amen. For I am equipping you. I have called you. I have called you for such a time as this. I have called you to arise. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Just begin to pray and bless one another right now in Jesus' name. If you're in a place to link arms or link hands, bless God. You know, and I don't care about what this Rona or whatever. Bless God. You are delivered. You're a delivered person. You are of the covenant. You are not of the curse and you are blessed. I come against fear right now in Jesus' name. I cut off all fear for there is no fear and love for perfect love casts out every fear, every fear about yourself, every fear about the future. Bless God, you are Proverbs 31 woman where it says she looks into the future and she laughs. She begins to laugh at the future because she knows her God. She knows her covenant. She knows her worth. She knows she's called. Hallelujah. She's blessed. She's favored. She has a Holy Ghost working on the inside of her, leading and guiding her in every decision, whether she has a sick child or 
or whether she's going to a job interview or whether she's starting you're starting a business, whether you're a president of a company, whether you're a president of, of an industry, it doesn't matter. The Holy Ghost is with you right now in Jesus name. And he is giving you his wisdom. He has made you in the likeness and the image of him. So arise, woman of God, arise, begin to arise and shine for the light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen and he is upon you right now in Jesus name. Hallelujah. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray in your perfect prayer. You are blessed. You are whole. Hallelujah. You're anointed. Hallelujah. You have protection in your covenant. You have wholeness in your covenant. And that means to be restored to your original state as God intended for your life. Hallelujah. And right now over every woman, I say healing right now over your body. I speak healing into your mind. I speak healing into the memories of your mind. For anywhere that has been stolen from, I speak wholeness into your Oh, somebody is being delivered right now. I can hear it. Somebody is being delivered. She's being delivered, and I say you will not harm her, but you will get off of her and get out of her in Jesus' name. She is delivered, and whom the sun sets free is free indeed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are blessed. You are delivered. You are free. You are strong. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. You're blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed. And I speak peace over you right now. I speak the peace of Jesus over your mind. I speak the peace of Jesus over your emotions. I speak peace. Peace meaning nothing broken and nothing lacking. I speak the peace of Jesus into your physical body right now. The peace of Jesus even in your thoughts. Hallelujah. He is giving you the strength to go from strength to strength, to renewing your mind, to renewing your mind. Be renewed in Jesus' name and arise and shine for the glory of the Lord has risen upon you and is working through you as a believer, as a daughter of God, God, as a daughter of the Most High King, He is upon you and working on your behalf right now. You know, and just make that your confession. I thank you, Jesus, whether you're seeing things happen or not, you make that your confession. Thank you, Jesus, that you're working on my behalf right now concerning my situation, and everything is gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. You're not just going to be okay, but you are going to rise and you're going to shine. And the glory of the Lord is upon you. And the Gentiles, the anointed people that are called to you and you're called to them, they shall see and come to your life and be blessed and delivered and healed in Jesus' name. Well, I just bless you guys. I love you all. It has been a privilege being a part of Designer Life again this year. We sure do love Pastor Tafara and Chipo. We bless you guys. I know Joseph says hello, and we love you all so much. It's a privilege. This is one fiery group of people. This is one fiery church. If you are looking for a church in your area, you need to come to Pastor uh, Tafara and Chipo's 
at Faith Hill Church. You need to come visit their church. Just try it out. Be a part of their church. Bless God. You will get the word of God. You will get the power of God. And it will be effective every day in working in your life. You will see and hear and know what the Lord is doing for you. Bless God. It is important who you link up with. It is important who you are influenced with. And they are wonderful. I would look no further. So we love you guys. We bless you. I honor you, Pastor T, and I honor you, Chipo. I wish I could be there. And uh, but don't you worry. We'll be coming soon. And uh, we love you all so much. So I bless you and thank you. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening. To find out more about how you can become a partner, visit faithhill.tv today. We walk by faith.